the fourth quarter. All things sports, all things fitness, all the time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth quarter podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Hibbs. On this podcast, we will discuss all things fitness. And when I say all things fitness, I mean everything from amino acids, CrossFit, body composition, anything, you name it. We're going to talk about it. Also, we'll talk about all things sports. Most most importantly, we'll be talking about NFL, sometimes some soccer, maybe some UFC, and a little bit of NBA. But definitely, we'll be talking about the Minnesota Vikings, since they're the best team in football. On today's episode, we're going to break down a common fitness myth and see if it is true or not. Without further ado, here's this week's latest news. Hope you enjoy. Starting off the news today, we have Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins is questionable for Week 1. I think personally that he'll be an X-factor for the Ravens going into the 2022 season, also with Lamar Jackson's health, so let's pray he's healthy for Week 1. Next up, we have the Dolphins running back Kenyon Drake says that he will be ready for training camp, training camp whether he's 100% recovered or not. Personally, I think this is a terrible thing to go and tell the media. Maybe it looks good on the fan side, saying that no matter how he feels, he's going to play for the fans. But personally, I think that he should fully recover before he steps back on the field so he has a longevity and has a good career. Next up, we have quarterback Mac Jones. Is been, sh- According to the media, quarterback Mac Jones has made big strides in the offseason due to his disciplined and hardcore diet. I hope that Mac Jones has a great career. I think he had a decent start, but I definitely think that his potential is much higher, and I hope so for the sake of the shoes he has to fill since Tom Brady left the Patriots. Following that, we have Jason McCourty, an offensive lineman incognito, retire from the NFL after many seasons. Both of them very big names. No, especially in Madden. These guys are always on my team and franchise and ultimate team. So best of luck to them after their careers. And this is the segment of the news. I call it the best news. And it might be a little biased. It's about the Vikings. But Justin Jefferson told Complex, this is the exact quote, After this year, he will be the best wide receiver in the league. Just... I'm going to repeat that. After this year, I will be the best wide receiver in the league. This will be his third year in the NFL, and he's calling out to the whole league that he's going to be number one. The amount of confidence in this man at such a young age is so awesome and inspiring as a Vikings fan to see, and I can't wait for this season. Although he did say he gives it to Devontae Adams this year, personally I think that he might have it right now. I don't know about number one, but he's definitely up there in top five, and I don't think Devontae Adams makes that cut. And then to wrap up the news, we have one news piece from the NBA. The Trailblazers walked away and won the Summer League Championship, and I think all this means is that they have a good amount of depth, and they did good in the draft, and they had some good players improve. So hopefully maybe they'll make some changes this year and move up and 
maybe not just make it to the playoffs and lose. That's wrap for the news. Let's get to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now that you have been blessed with the best news throughout all the podcast platforms, it is time to get into the show. Today, we're going to be breaking down a very common fitness myth. The myth is you can target where you burn fat on your body. This meaning, say if I want to lose fat around my waist, I can do some exercises just for my waist and target that area and After that, I will lose that fat from that area. So today I will be going over this myth and discussing whether it's true or false and why that is the case. So to to go into this myth, we have to first start with the explanation of how losing fat works and how gaining muscle works, which comes down to blood flow, nutrition, and a bunch of other factors. But we can basically narrow it down to the amount of blood flow in the muscle and the nutrition that we eat and consume. Relating to that, we have metabolism. Metabolism is when energy, or excuse me, when food is converted into energy. Our bodies are burning calories all the time. This means when we're just sitting down, we're burning calories. We don't have to be doing exercises to burn calories. This is called the basal metabolic rate, and it's determined by body size, comp, sex, age, and genetics. So everybody has a different one. And outside of your basal metabolic rate, we burn calories through food process from excuse me, through food processing and physical activity. So there you have basically all of the ways that we burn calories. We burn calories just from sitting, being alive, breathing, doing daily activity things. And then we burn it through whenever we eat food. We have to process that food so we burn calories, and then we burn calories through physical activity. So then now we look at, to lose weight, you need to burn more calories than you eat. And when I say lose weight, I mean like pounds off the scale, not fat. So, to lose pounds, you need to burn more calories than you eat. Simple as that. Aerobic exercise is the most efficient way to burn calories in the sense that after that hour, if you're talking in an hour time frame, say you burn two, three hundred calories from that exercise, it might be more. It's a good chance it'll be more than a one hour training session in the gym than you're going to burn. But personally, I think lifting weights is better because muscle tissue is gained more through lifting and muscle tissue burns more than fat tissue. And after your session of lifts, when you're lifting weights, you'll be burning calories by blood flowing through your muscles and muscle gain, burning fat, all that. When you do just an aerobic, like say you go on a two mile run, you're only burning calories during that two mile run. After that, you're just burning what you burn normally during your basal metabolic rate. So the next thing we got to look at, why do we have fat on our bodies? Why does every human have fat? So the main job of fat cells is to store energy. And the body expands the amount of fat cells when we eat high-calorie foods. And when we run out of room for those fat cells, our body sends the fat cells to our muscles and organs. 
So if you have flabby muscles, like flabby arms, it's because fat ran out of room in other places, so it's going to your muscles. And that probably means it's around your organs, which means you probably have high visceral fat, which in long term is not good. It can lead to bad heart, bad everything, bad organs, bad liver. Just It's just not good. Another reason we use fat is, say you get stranded somewhere. Your fat will replace the food you don't get as energy. But I think we can all honestly say that there's never been, or if there has been, maybe once in our lifetimes where we've been stranded and we don't have food and we need to rely on fat. So this is a very, very rare case for us nowadays. Thirdly, we need to look at how much of America is obese. According to an article from David Prologo at Emory University, more than one-third of America was obese in 2018, meaning 33% of America is considered obese with a BMI higher than 30 and a body fat percentage higher than 30 also. That is so bad on so many levels. And if you think about it, if it's 33% in 2018, it's 2022. What is it now? I don't even want to know the statistic of what it is. The reason I have a statistic from 2018 is because I couldn't find a statistic in 2022. This is something that needs to be researched extremely right now. This is a huge issue. Like, yes, gas prices are through the roof. We have inflation. Yes, there's many other issues going on. But the fact that America is getting more and more obese by the by the year, it's not good. And you don't, you can't, you can't fix it when you have a dollar menu at places like McDonald's or Burger King. And then you go to the grocery store and it's more expensive to get healthy foods that are actually better for you in the long term and short term. So how do you expect people to go and want to be healthy if they can't afford food, but they can go to McDonald's and get a cheap burger? And if you really want to dig down that rabbit hole, it goes way farther down. You can go all the way into the Department of Agriculture, the Food Pyramid. And if you look at the Food Pyramid, some stuff on the Food Pyramid goes into like how we're supposed to have a lot of carbs. But then you have other people telling you that carbs are bad. When in reality, carbs aren't bad. Carbs just take more time to process most of the time, unless they're a simple carb. It's just a whole mess. And I think it really, we really need to get a team together of a bunch of high, highly specialized individuals in the field of fitness and mainly nutrition. And redo some of these programs and figure out a way where we can make these foods cheaper so everybody can be more healthy. And that can't be their go-to excuse. Fourthly, we got to look at what happens during our bodies and after our bodies from a weightlifting session. When we lift weights, blood flow is increased in the muscle that we are working. After we are done lifting, our body is working on preparing the muscle fibers that were destroyed. So basically what happens, this is how you get stronger. I'm going to dumb it down really quick. 
Say you go to the gym and you're going to do some curls. Say you do 20 curls in one arm with a 30-pound weight. Say you can't do 21 because you hit muscle failure at 20. If you come back in the gym two days later when you're not sore, I guarantee, almost guarantee you you can do 21. And the reason I say this because the way our bodies work is they're made to improve and they're made to move. So if we go and do 20 and then we try to do 21 and we can't do it, our brain's going to send a signal, hey, we need to get stronger in this area. So it's going to make more muscle fibers. And by making more muscle fibers, it's going to allow us to contract more. By being able to contract more, it's going to make us stronger. Therefore, we'll be able to get that 21st rep the next time we go to the gym. Fifthly, let's look at why we cannot target fat loss. Yes, you heard me correctly. My fifth point is, it is tearing down this myth. Because it's not a myth. You can't do it. If we could do it, everybody would be doing it. It's not something that is hidden from society that's this big mystery. You can't do it. It'd be like if people had a pill to lose 20 pounds. Don't you think everybody in America would have that pill or something relating to that pill? This is not a myth. It simply isn't true. But I will explain why I think people think this is true, and this is why I will explain what I think they're misinterpreting. So when we work a muscle, it'll get stronger and bigger over time. That does not mean that we can work just that muscle alone. Say if I work just my left arm every day doing curls, what am I going to do when I need to use both of my arms? I have a muscle imbalance. Say when I have kids years down the road, if I got to pick up my kid and I got to hold him in my right arm, my right arm's going to be way more tired than my left arm because I work my left arm all the time. It's just setting yourself up for disaster. Don't lift one side of the body or don't lift one area or one muscle group. Just lift your whole body. If we were to do what I said and work just one body part, we would either get small fatigue in that area because our body was used to working the whole body. So either one, when it's small fatigue and it's not, nothing's going to happen to that area. It's not going to grow. Or we're going to overwork that muscle and we're going to be out of the gym for a couple of days. Or worst case, we could tear that muscle. So just like how I said, said we hit 20 and we don't think we can do 21 reps. Well, what if we keep trying and trying to do that 21 reps? Your muscle's going to tear. Because if you're actually hitting muscle failure, which very few people actually hit muscle failure, it takes a lot of, a lot of hard work. I don't think I've ever actually hit muscle failure. Most people just... Most people just give up before they actually hit muscle failure because your brain tells you because you're not supposed to hit muscle failure. But say somehow you got someone that's like David Goggins and just doesn't quit. You're going to tear your muscle. Because you, the thing telling you to stop, that's your brain. Telling your muscles that they can't do it anymore. So you need to stop. 
So yes, there's a difference between persevering a little longer, and there's a difference, and then there's persevering too long to where you're going to tear your muscle and you'll never be able to persevere because you'll be out. And if we remember from earlier, when we burn more calories than we eat, we lose weight. For most people, the stomach and waist is the last place to burn fat. I don't know why that is. I've searched through the whole, I've searched all of the internet and no one can really give a concise reason why this is the case. Most of them said it depends on your genetics, but the best thing I could find is that your blood, it flows through your body. And this is where I think it gets misinterpreted that you can target where you lose fat. So, if we go back to my curls example. When I'm working my curls and I'm working my bicep muscles, blood's flowing to the biceps. Blood's filling the bicep. So the more activation you have with a muscle, the more blood's going to flow through there. So say if it's after the session, this is my point back to why aerobic activities are usually only good during the session but with weightlifting your muscles are sore so you're either gonna have one it's gonna repair so blood needs to flow through that muscle and repair right there you're burning more calories by doing that and if you're doing what you're supposed to do by eating more you're gonna gain more you're gonna gain muscle in that area and that's gonna get more blood flow in there so that's more calories being burnt and if you're also gaining muscle that means you must have done another thing right and you're eating protein, and eating nutrition, and you're having a good diet. And by eating that protein after your workout, there's a good chance it's going to go straight into that area that was worked, and straight to your whole body for use. And that's going to help you build muscle. So all three of those things are going to help you burn calories. And since there's more blood flow in that area, and the muscle fibers... They're either going to multiply, so you have more muscle fibers to perform the contraction, or they're going to multiply and get bigger. And this is yes, how hypertrophy works, and this is how you get growth. So you cannot target fat burn, but you can grow a muscle to be big, to where it's you still have your fat there, but the muscle is big enough that it shows through the fat. Just like how people have a six-pack. They still have fat there. But their core, their muscles are taking up more volume in that area. So they're showing over the fat. And this is why most people who compete in like the World's Strongest Man competition. Like Eddie Hall or Dory Jorgensen. Those guys. Eddie Hall had a six-pack when he did it. And this man is massive. He has a huge gut, but he has a six-pack. It's because their core is so strong and muscular and so big that each abdominal muscle just exceeds the fat levels. And it shows through their belly. And the reason this happens is because they work out so much and they eat so many calories to get so much muscle that they have a gut because... There's no possible way they can fit their macros to have 800,000 grams of protein and then like two carbs because they need the energy. So they need their carbs and they also need their fats. 
So all that, there's no way they can really narrow down their macros to where they won't have some fat. And in that competition, their sole purpose is to get muscle. So in conclusion, your fat cannot be targeted, but muscles can be targeted. Just like anything in life, the more times you do something, the better you'll get at it. And the same goes with lifting weights. The more times you lift a weight with a muscle, the bigger and stronger that muscle will get. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the first episode of the fourth quarter podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Tune in next time where I'll either break down another myth, I'll put down some hot takes of what I think, I'll do reaction videos of other sports clips. I'll, we'll have to see what I do. I'm going to get creative with it, but tune in next time, and I hope you all enjoyed. Have a great day. The fourth quarter. All things sports, all things fitness, all the time.